Welcome to Witch and Goddess. I'm your host, Patty Black. I'm a witch, a teacher, and priestess. Goddess devotion is an essential part of my craft, and many goddesses are my cohorts in magic. Each episode, we explore a different goddess, her lore, and how to connect with her energetically and magically. I just want to get this out there. I fully intended to cover breed closer to Imolk, the beginning of February. That is the time of her festival and the season that traditionally aligns with her energy. But when I did my divination for who to feature in the first few episodes of this podcast, Breed was most decidedly in episode number two. So here we are. And I'm sure that this was important and probably for a reason that I will never know. So Breed is spelled B-R-I-G-I-D or sometimes B-R-I-G-I-T and sometimes called Bridget, um, sometimes called Brigantia and Bride. So lots of different alternatives, but she was an absolutely beloved goddess to the pre-Christian Irish folk. And therefore she was morphed into Saint Breed or Saint Bridget when Christianity arrived in the British Isles. That's why you will hear her referred to as the goddess breed or Saint Bridget. The Christian priests found that the people just would not give her up. So imagine the kind of relationships that would inspire that fierce devotion. It makes me think that she must have been very, very present for them. And it makes me wonder how these people experienced breed. She remains one of the most beloved of the saints, and many of her goddess attributes were carried over into the role of the saint. So maybe we can thank the Catholics for adopting her as a saint. My initial feelings on the subject are aligned with my usual attitude towards Christianity. Um, Some resentment, fatigue, sometimes fury. Anyway, I'm still working through the remnants of growing up in that deeply misogynistic culture. But Breed has survived the centuries and her legends and her energy remain really vibrant to this day. Where some goddesses have landed in 2020, comparatively dusty and underappreciated, Breed is still getting lots of love. She's called the Bright Arrow, the Exalted One, and the Bright One. As the goddess, Breed was first worshipped in ancient times as the daughter of the Irish god Dagda, and it is told that she was born at the exact moment of daybreak, and that she ascended to the sky as the sun rose, and so the rays beamed from behind her head like a crown. In Druid myths, she was fed as an infant, with the milk of a magical cow from the other world. And it's also said that she invented keening, which is the morning song of the Irish woman. You may also have heard the legend or even seen the art depicting flowers spreading where she walked, which is really appropriate for her association as the goddess who helps spring and life to be born back into the land. Some legends say that she had two sisters, also called Breed, And as a group, they were called the Three Mothers, the Three Sisters, or just the Goddess Breed. This is different from the traditional triple goddess that you see in Greek mythology. The three breeds did not represent the different ages or phases of a woman's life. They were differentiated by their realms of expertise. So as a triple goddess, her three forms, one aspect ruled poetry, invention, and inspiration. One oversees healing arts and childbirth, and there's a third who dominates fire and smithcraft. 
You will usually see Bree depicted with bright copper hair, wearing a green cloak. Um, she's strongly associated with fire. She's called the Lady of the Sacred Flame, and she carries the flame of inspiration and the energy of creation. She can spark our desire to create, and she can support us through that creative process. Breed is a powerful partner and ally for artists and creators of all types. Again, it's so important to build a familiar and reciprocal relationship with these figures, not just to call on them for a certain need. So say, I'm in need of some inspiration this week, so I think I'll call on Breed. Rather, know that if you feel called to her, or you think that she may be calling to you, these are just some of the areas that she can really help with. A pivotal point in the journey of creating anything is that period between inspiration and action. So a lot of beautiful ideas can be lost at this juncture due to a lack of confidence. You know, I really shudder to think how many inspired ideas I have allowed to fade away because I lacked the confidence to begin the actual work. I like to think of inspiration that we receive for work, our business, our art, I think of these inspirations as gifts from spirit. I know that my goddesses are intimately involved with the projects that they want me to take on, and they often bless me with these inspired, beautiful downloads of what I could do or create. But then it's up to me to take that idea and put pen to paper or brush to canvas and create. Too many times I have just never acted. So for me, that crucial point often fails in my solar plexus, where my fire of self-confidence should be burning bright, but sometimes it isn't. I believe that Breed's flame aspect is connected to our solar plexus chakra and our self-worth. If confidence is an issue, she can help that fire to burn for you. You could make a practice of envisioning Breed's sacred flame burning in your solar plexus and activating that powerful self-worth. So her dominion over water, healing wells and rivers likely falls into her healing aspect. And as a healing goddess of the early spring and new life, she's adept with issues relating to fertility and conception. She's also the goddess of midwives. So all of that bringing new life into the world, um, that's her domain. She's also got a very home and hearth energy. So mothers, parents, kitchen witches who are tending to that hearth fire, they have a lot to gain from breed. There are a vast number of sacred wells and springs that have actually been named after or dedicated to breed. So that energy of her healing aspect, um, blessing healing waters, um, I think is a big connection. It was traditional for offerings of coins and brass, um, golden rings to be left at her wells. Now, I'm a big proponent of creating an altar or a shrine as a beginning step towards building a rapport with certain deities. Breed's favorite things make it easy to build a beautiful altar to her. So, and my Taurus moon wants everything to be beautiful, so I love tending pretty spaces. Breed's elements are fire and water, so you can involve those items and those elements. So candles, fire, especially white candles. Cauldrons are sacred to her. Poetry. So imagine writing a special poem or verse to her, even if you're not an adept poet. Actually, if you're not an adept poet, I think it would be even more meaningful, meaningful to take the time to write a little verse 
to her and leave that on your altar. Coins, brass and golden rings again, those white candles, any items of smithcraft would be perfect for offerings and or to decorate an altar or shrine space for her. And there are a lot of colors associated with her. Red, yellow, and orange because fire, right? Green is associated with her. And they're tradi traditional colors of imulk, like white, pastel pinks and blues, things like that. Animals like bees, lambs, cows, these are a few that are connected to her. Um, so offerings of honey and milk would be appropriate. Again, she's a goddess of creativity and inspiration, so you could consider placing your art as an offering or decoration on the altar, especially if that art involves any of the colors or themes of breed, right? Other symbols, breeds cross. You've probably seen these. They're an Irish craft that's woven from straw. You see them traditionally um, in pagan collages and images around February 1st, right? That green cloak is her symbol, images of flames, images of the sun or the sunrise, um, iron, things like that. As a very first step, to sort of test the waters of connection with her, I think lighting a single white candle and writing a bit in your journal might be perfect. Just a sincere entry, introducing yourself and explaining why you want to know her. She's a goddess of poetry, so writing just seems natural to me. There are so many other ways to connect with this goddess as well, um, including a whole season. Breed's Festival is on February 1st or 2nd and corresponds to Imolk, which is the pagan celebration of the end of winter or very beginning of spring. But you can consider this a season rather than an exact date, and you can honor Breed throughout February. Her season or festival particularly celebrates the stirring of life after the still and cold months of winter and the return of the fire, the sun. I'm a spring lover and every year I can really feel that light, that buzz of hope around the beginning of February. Um, that, that feeling that means spring is really going to come, winter is really going to end. Winter is a struggle for me, it always has been. And even as a child, this was the most hopeful time of the year for me. And I think that I was just in tune with that fire that starts to burn in the belly of the earth right around this time. And that fire is associated with breed. That's her, her fire, bringing everything back to life, igniting that creation underneath that will spark spring and spark the abundance of spring. So um, you can observe this energy by building a winter bonfire. You could wrap yourself in a blanket perhaps green, and feel the warmth of the fire on your face and contemplate the return of the sun and vitality. And of course, you can connect with and honor her any time of the year. Water and wells are sacred to breed. So when you bathe, when you wash your hands, make a point of thanking her for that flow of abundant life-giving substance. You could even do a ritual dedicating one of the faucets in your home as breeds well dedicate it so that inspiration and healing flow into your home as abundantly as her waters and then try to say a thank you to her every time you turn on that faucet. I've done that in my bathroom with my bathtub because I love to take sacred baths and that was a really special thing to do. So Breed's cauldron of inspiration connects her watery healing aspect with her fiery poetic aspect and 
that cauldron is the ultimate representation of traditional feminine creation. So consider running a really warm bath and imagine Breed's flame beneath your tub, which represents the cauldron. Light a few white candles around the bathtub and allow the water to cool to a warm but comfortable temperature. You could settle into the water and invite Breed to stir and simmer her inspiration and confidence within yourself, allowing you to achieve your potential. See the fire of creation really being sparked and renewed within yourself. Or, if you're looking for a specific inspiration or a solution to a specific problem, write that down on paper, address it to Breed, and ask Breed to bring you the perfect solution or the perfect inspiration for this issue. Then place it into the cauldron and burn it. Know that you've placed the issue in her hands and that a solution will be known to you when it's best. You could make that ritual as simple or elaborate as you wish. You could invoke her or evoke her before beginning a creative project. Um, invite that spark of inspiration by lighting a white candle and calling upon Breed, and then allow the candle to burn as you work. So much of my goddess education comes from the following books, which have been my beloved and much used references for years. So, um, Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander, The Goddess Guide by Priestess Brandiosset, The New Book of Goddesses and Heroines by Patricia Monahan. And A Goddess is a Girl's Best Friend by Lori Sue Brockway. One of my very favorite parts of goddess devotion is hearing the firsthand accounts of others who work with these deities. So I would love to hear from any of you who work intimately with Breed. So, how does she show up for you? How do you experience her? How are you called to her? You can leave voice messages with your experiences of the goddesses I have covered, or general questions and comments about the intersection of goddess work and witchcraft. It's easy to record a voice message for me by going to the Witch and Goddess page on anchor.fm. You'll see a little plus sign icon with the word message. Let me know at the beginning if you'd like me to include the message in an episode. Then just click that baby and talk to me. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and share this podcast with fellow magical people. You can directly support this show by visiting the Witch and Goddess page at anchor.fm and clicking that support button. Follow the show on Instagram at Witch and Goddess Pod, or find my programs, classes, and groups at blackbirdmagic.com, on Facebook at Blackbird Magic, or email me at witchandgoddesspod at gmail.com. <laughs>